Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers. Did you know that the bold, smooth taste of Dunkin' cold coffee can be brewed in your Keurig coffee maker and enjoyed at home? Dunkin's cold K-cup pods were crafted to be brewed hot and enjoyed cold. And of course, they're packed with the Dunkin' flavor you crave. Brew over ice and sip in seconds. Because the home with Dunkin' is where you want to be. It's 8 o'clock on today. Coming up, Omicron on the rise. If you're not fully vaccinated, you have good reason to be concerned. President Biden delivers a stark warning to Americans as testing sites are overwhelmed just days before Christmas. So what's being done to help ease testing needs and support frontline workers being overwhelmed yet again? A live report just ahead. Plus, Christmas miracle. We're thankful for the doctors. The incredible story of a baby who had heart surgery before he was even born, how doctors did it, and what the parents are sharing about their gratitude this holiday season. Today, Wednesday, December 22nd, 2021. And welcome back to today. So glad you are with us on this Wednesday morning, working from home. Kristen Welker there, holding it down in Studio 1A. Just three days left, Kristen. I cannot believe it, Craig. Are you ready? <laughs> no. No, but I'm getting closer. There you go. Well, it's so good to be with you while Savannah and Hoda enjoy a little time off. I'm getting ready to just a few more errands to run, and I'll be all set. <laughs> it is a busy Wednesday morning, so let's get right to your news at 8 o'clock. President Biden pledging more federal resources, including the military, to help fight the Omicron variant. And it comes as we're seeing testing shortages across much of the country. NBC's senior Washington correspondent Hallie Jackson joins us with the very latest. Hallie, good morning. Hey there, Craig. Good morning to you. Yeah, the president's calling it an obligation to the country to get vaccinated. He also wants people who are already vaccinated to get boosted as well, pointing out that former President Trump has also, by the way, gotten his booster shot. He says that'll give people the best protection over the holidays. But as the countdown to Christmas gets shorter, lines across the country are getting longer for tests before people get together for the holidays from New York City to Cleveland, where one drive through site, the one you're looking at, filled to capacity soon after opening on Tuesday. Why? This is all driven, as you know, by the rapid rise of the Omicron variant. So now, facing growing pressure to fight this latest wave of infections, the president is announcing a number of moves that he will make along with the White House. For example, starting next month, the administration is set to ship some 500 million at-home COVID test kits for free to anyone who requests one, even as he faces questions over whether that's too little, too late. The president also intends to send members of the military to places that need it most to help with hospitals that are already overwhelmed with doctors and nurses feeling almost desperate this morning. Craig? Our senior Washington correspondent, Hallie Jackson, for us. Hallie, thank you. Well, COVID and crowds are likely causing the most anxiety for holiday travelers, but there is another issue raising concerns about air travel, one that involves the latest cell phone technology. NBC's Tom Costello is at Reagan National Airport looking into all of it for us. Tom, good morning to you. Kristen, I've got a lot of aviation headlines here this morning. Let's start with how it's going to impact you right now today, because today is very busy in the nation's airports. Tomorrow's going to be the busiest day in the lead up to Christmas. We're talking about 
two to two and a half million people clogging airports right now. That is, of course, about double what we had last year. Now, if you are taking to the roads, we've got an awful lot of traffic on the road starting today. In fact, they're looking at about a 34% increase in road traffic right now compared to a year ago. Most Americans, of course, are traveling by roads, by road rather, over the course of the entire Christmas and New Year's holiday. As for the news Kristen was mentioning on Delta Airlines, Delta's CEO is calling for the CDC to reduce the amount of time that people need to isolate or quarantine if they are vaxxed and yet get a breakthrough case of Omicron. Delta concerned about staffing shortages and also about the impact on their own operations in terms of passengers maybe feeling like they've got to isolate. Delta says the, that the evidence would suggest you can shorten that incubation period. The CDC is not weighed in. Now, the 5G story. We've got Airbus and Boeing, the two biggest plane makers in the world, calling for the cell phone industry to postpone the rollout of the 5G technology supposed to come out in January. The big airplane makers are concerned, and so is, by the way, so are the airlines and the pilots, concerned about interference on the spectrum that they share to essentially use altimeters to tell them exactly their precise location when they're coming in for a landing in bad weather. Already, the FAA has issued an airworthiness directive saying that as of next month, pilots cannot use altimeters when they're coming in for bad landings and they are near bad uh, weather landings and they're coming into an area with the 5G base station because the concern is those base stations could interfere with the spectrum and the altimeters. So a lot of headlines today, a lot of moving pieces, uh, and it's only 8.05 in the morning. Kristen, back to you. <laughs> and you broke it all down for us. All right, Tom, thanks so much. Great to see you. Craig? Uh, meanwhile, Kristen, SpaceX has completed its final mission of the year. There was an overnight delivery to the International Space Station. Dragon is resuming approach and is go for docking. The Dragon resupply capsule dropped off more than three tons of cargo for scientific experiments and some day-to-day -day needs, things like laundry detergent. It also carried a special Christmas dinner for the seven astronauts who are currently aboard the International Space Station. The news is covered on this Wednesday. No hold up, but we're still going to try and do a proud with the morning boost. Here we go. Christmas excitement building. Seems like everyone has caught the holiday spirit. In fact, just look at these adorable babies in the neonatal intensive care unit at Children's Hospital Colorado. The volunteer committee and nurses created special holiday hats and outfits. They transformed the babies into reindeer, little Santas, all kinds of winter characters. <laughs> the annual photo shoot helps families feel more at home while spending so much time at the hospital and it also makes for wonderful memories once everyone goes home for real. How cute is that? Uh, such little angels, each and every one of them makes a big difference for those families, I am sure. Well, coming up next, the baby boy one family is calling their Christmas miracle. How doctors saved him with a groundbreaking surgery before he was even born. Our Kate Snow sits down with his grateful parents. That is right after this. In life, we're often driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to find candidates isn't to search. It's to match with Indeed. Indeed's a matching and hiring platform used by over 300 million global monthly users, according to Indeed data. Need quality candidates fast? 
Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. And you'll connect with candidates in no time. And it's not just faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And here's the best part. Listeners of this show get a $75 sponsored job credit, giving your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. In-laws, love them or hate them, you're pretty much stuck with them. And when you're a ruler in the Middle Ages, that can be a serious problem. It might even land you dead. I'm Dan Jones, and on season four of This Is History, I'm telling the story of England's weirdest king, Henry III. He's in way over his head, and he's surrounded by bloodthirsty relatives with their eyes on his throne. To listen, search This Is History and follow wherever you get your podcasts. We are back now at 8.13 with a really heartwarming story out of the Cleveland Clinic in Ohio. Yeah, a life-saving surgery is making this Christmas extra special for a family in Pennsylvania. NBC's senior national correspondent Kate Snow uh, joins us with more. Kate, what a perfect story for Christmas week. This is going to get you guys going. Good morning. Uh, Sam Drennan was six months pregnant when she received some of the worst news an expecting mother could ever get. Doctors saw a kind of a tumor growing on the heart of her fetus. Not long ago, that would have been fatal. But thanks to a team of doctors, this story has a very Christmassy happy ending. Five-month-old Ryland Drinnen loves to lie under the Christmas tree and stare up at the lights. His parents, Sam and David, consider him a Christmas miracle. He's also a pioneer, a living example of what modern medicine can do. It wasn't until our second anatomy ultrasound and they said that they were going to bring the doctor in to talk to me. Did you know in that moment? Usually when they say the doctor is coming in to talk to you, you know something's wrong. Yeah. At 26 weeks, Rylan had a malignant tumor blocking the function and development of his tiny growing heart. For him to survive, doctors would have to get at the tumor and remove it. Can I ask point blank, like, did, th did they say that if you didn't have surgery, he might die? Yeah. I think it was like, in two weeks, he probably would have died. Oh, look at this. Sam works in a surgical hospital herself, so she understood all too well when doctors at the Cleveland Clinic said they needed to perform in utero fetal heart surgery, something that had only been successfully done once in the world before. We're dealing with a situation that just doesn't present itself. There's not tons of medical literature about this. You know, it's, it's a handful of cases, and so we want to be sure that we're going to do the right thing. Dr. Daryl Cass led a team that first had to operate on mom-to-be Sam, opening her abdomen, then her uterus, in order to operate on little Rylan. They pulled his tiny arms forward to access his chest cavity. Dr. Cass called on surgeon Dr. Hani Najem to remove the dangerous tumor. My first response to him is that I've done this after birth, and uh, can you get me to that fetus? I could do this procedure, but I, you got to have to get me to that fetus in the uterus so I could do something about it. When they said we might do in utero surgery, Sam, what did you think of that? It was shocking and overwhelming. After four hours of delicate surgery, the tumor was out. 
and Rylan back in place in what doctors call the best intensive care unit, the womb. We talked every day. I would talk to him all the time. I would just tell him that everything's going to be okay and I got you. <laughs> mm -hmm. We're going to get through this and you're going to come out strong. Rylan spent 10 more weeks growing and recovering inside mom. When Sam went into labor, they were nervous about whether his heart would pump on its own. I was his bypass machine, like keeping him alive. Because he was attached to you yes. and your heart was doing all the work. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the minute he comes out and they cut the umbilical cord. He's on his own. Yes. What happened? You... He's, he screamed. Yeah. He, he took over. <laughs> he knew. He was like, it's my time to shine. Let's go. Rylan was healthy. Things were so positive, the Cleveland Clinic staff teased Rylan's Pittsburgh Steeler fan parents. The doctors told me that they dressed him in Cleveland Browns gear. Yes, yes they did. They did. We gave we, him. We gave them permission <laughs> because they did save his life. Yeah. Right. When he gets older, they look forward to telling him the incredible story behind that scar on his chest. And what will you say, Sam? That you went through so much, so little, before you even know, knew what life was. Mm -hmm. And now you're helping the medical community in ways you never thought possible. But in the meantime, they're focusing on celebrating their first Christmas with the best present they could ever ask for. It's a time of year when we think a lot about giving and, and appreciating family. Oh, absolutely. I just wonder how you guys are, are feeling now. We're thankful for the doctors up at the clinic that took care of him and saved his life. Okay. We're thankful for our family for helping take care of me and him. Every time I see him, it's a feeling that you never thought you would have knowing that he could have been gone and that I get to carry, hold him every day and just keep him as happy as I can. <laughs> His doctors say Ryland's heart seems to be functioning just fine. He will be getting surgery, guys, in February to fix the bones in his chest cavity, but the Drennans are just enormously grateful, as you can see, that he is thriving. He's working on rolling over right now, guys. He's full of laughter. That baby Rylan is, uh, he's going to have a remarkable story when, when he gets older. Kate Snow, it's just amazing on so many levels, right, Kristen? Just such a beautiful story, Kate, an interview. And I love how the dad said as soon as he was out, he screamed and took over. Exactly. <laughs> what a strong, incredible, inspirational family. Kate Snow, thank you so much for that. We really appreciate it. We do want to get another check of the forecast from Dave Price. Dave, that was the story we all needed on this Wednesday before Christmas. Just beautiful. And as we uh, transition now, we're going to talk about Christmas-like weather on the West Coast. Strong area of low pressure in the Pacific Northwest and a subtropical plume of moisture. All of this begins to come together and just continues to dump moisture up and down the West Coast. Mountain snows continue, and we have had quite a train of moisture. So what is it done? Well, watch this. December 10th, as far as percentage of snowpack, which we should have, we were at a significant deficit. 9% in the northern Sierra, 27% in the southern Sierra. Now watch, just seven days of snow, and all of a sudden we're at plus 100 or close to it in the northern Sierra. And keep in mind, there's more snow coming. We could see up to eight feet in some areas right around Lake Tahoe, three feet as we head 
intersections of the Olympics and Cascades. And that's a look at your weather. Back to both of you. All right, Dave, thank you. We're ready for Pop Start. And look who else had the shortest of commutes this morning. There he Carson is. Daly. Well, you guys have heard about the shipping shortage. That's big news. But we have a, a much worse graphics department shortage here uh, on Long Island. Where are they? The, the kids just don't want to work. They don't, they don't, I don't know what it is. It's that time of the year. Everything's just coming easy for them because the fat man's about to come down the chimney. Nobody wants to work with dad anymore. You can't blame so, them. You're right, Chris, and I can't. But we're going to start Pops Art off with Beyonce. It is a family affair on Queen Bay's latest project. Beyonce's children and nephew joining her to record the theme song for her mom, Tina Knowles Lawson's series, a new series on Facebook Watch. The new preview for the show features Beyonce's three kids, joined by her sister Solange's uh, son, uh, Jules, and introducing their grandma. Talks with Mama Tina is set to feature some pretty big guests, including Tiffany Haddish, Kevin Hart, and Ciara. It starts streaming today on Facebook Watch. Okay. Finally, one more item today. Ellen Pompeo, apologize now to any Grey's Anatomy fans who wish that the show would just go on in perpetuity. Pompeo is saying it might be time for her to hang up the stethoscope. The actress who played Dr. Meredith Grey for 18 seasons on the hit medical drama recently told Insider that she thinks it might be time for the story to just kind of wrap up. Ellen told the publication, I've been trying to focus on convincing everybody that it should end. I feel like I'm the super naive one who keeps saying, but what's the story going to be? Or what story are we going to tell now? And everybody's like, who cares, Ellen? It makes a gazillion dollars. <laughs> Pompeo has no idea how or when the Emmy-winning show will see a finale, but we'll be ready to have the Kleenex ready when it does. That's a good problem to have, I think. Guys, yeah. back to you. I, um, I got to be honest with you. I, I didn't know Grey's Anatomy was still on TV. I thought, <laughs> I thought it ended. But. I couldn't believe she said it. A lot of Grey's fans are going to be surprised and say, no way. Yeah. We're not ready for it to end yet. Right. Well, what's Carson, wrong with just collecting the check and then just wait for the show to get canceled like every other show? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why leave? You go. Be traditional about it. <laughs> you know Christmas yeah. is close when Stephanie Oppenheim joins us. She's going to be here to show us the hottest last-minute toys. Back at 8.30 on this Wednesday morning, the middle of this week before Christmas, the big day, of course, arriving on Saturday this year. That's right, Craig, and you know what that means. You only have three days left to shop, and if there are kids left on your list, you are in luck. We're going to walk you through some great toys and tips for snagging them during our yearly visit with one of Santa's favorite helpers, Stephanie Oppenheim. Also ahead this half hour, we're calling it a feel-good piece from Joe Fry because Joe is going to take us inside the studio of a really talented sculptor who amazes with her creations, including her newest creation that's dedicated to old blue eyes himself, Frank Sinatra. Wow. Coming up in just a few minutes on the third hour of today, we're also going to take some time to introduce you to the father and daughter who are riding into the history books, and they're doing it on some, some pretty impressive bikes. And be sure to be back here tomorrow because the legendary chef Lydia Bastianich will join us with the recipe for a simple but very impressive sheet pan dish that's just perfect for Christmas dinner, Craig. I love a good sheet pan dish. Uh, meantime, before we move any further here, Kristen Walker, we have to mention this is your first Christmas 
as a mom Aww. is adorable Margot. <laughs> is Margot ready to celebrate? She looks he's, like she's ready. You surprised me with this picture. Yes, she is ready. She loves looking at the Christmas tree. And Craig, people keep asking me, what do I want for Christmas? It sounds cheesy, but she is the gift. I literally want nothing. So how about your kids? Whoa. Are they ready? Oh, they were ready in October. Yeah, they, um, they, they are more than ready. They are more, you know, seven, you'll discover the seven and five, those are the peak Santa years. So, yeah. Where they wake up at 4 a.m. to open gifts. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go, Dad. Uh, Mr. Price, how about another check of the forecast, good sir? No problem. I can do that. Are you guys sending your gifts over here? How's that working? <laughs> or do I have to pick it up outside 1A? You'll get them in yeah, just, we'll, just after the show. We're going to send them show. over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. That's what you said last year. <laughs> Let's take a check of the weather, see what's happening as we head on into Christmas Eve. No snow for the Northeast. It's uh, actually going to be on the mild side. Gorgeous as we head to Florida. Midsection of the country, mild as well. Record-setting weather as far as high temperatures go to the uh, areas to the east of Texas and into the Gulf states. Strong storms roll through with uh, lots of snow for the Sierra Nevada, the Bitterroot, the Rockies. And as we head into Christmas Day, we see all of that expand to the northern tier of the country. And we see some morning snow showers well into northern New England, but we stay dry in the northeast and the west coast, of course, looking at some rain through sections of California all the way into areas of the southwest. All right. Thank you, Dave. When we come back, Stephanie Oppenheim's made her gift list and she's checked it twice for us, folks. Her top picks for last minute toys to brighten the season for kids of any age. But first, this is Today on NBC. We are back now with today's holiday handbook and we're in the home stretch just three days to go until Christmas. And if you're still shopping, you've come to the right place. Get your phone ready and scan that QR code because Stephanie Oppenheim, today's show contributor and co-founder of Toy Portfolio, is ready with her list of creative last minute toys for kids, teens and frankly, the whole family. Stephanie, it is great to be with you. Thanks for being with us. This is your 26th year joining the Today I Show. Know it. Oh my gosh, congratulations. How does it feel? We have a look back Thank at some you. classics. Oh my goodness, I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I started uh, with my mom and my brother, and it's a family tradition that we all love. And a toy portfolio, we just, this is our favorite time of the year because we've been testing toys all year long to take the guesswork out for parents so that well, they know the perfect gift to bring home to their kids. Well, we love having you here and let's dive right in. Let's start with this. I love this. The loop de loo bracelet maker. This takes me back to when I was a kid. I used to do this with my girlfriends. I, I know and I'm never very good at making friendship bracelets. So this really helped me a lot. It comes with all these beautiful skeins and I love having gifts that kids can use right away because the you know, you quickly hear there's nothing to do. So having some craft kits at the ready is a great way to spend some time together and make some memories. You can do team colors, family colors, and really have a good time doing this together. Well, this one's another memory maker because these are porcelain ornaments that kids can help yeah. make. Tell me about this one, Stephanie. Yeah, this is beautiful. This is from Mindware. These are paint your own 
porcelain ornaments and you get six in the box. It comes with all the paint that you need. And then what's lovely about it is that you're absolutely right. You then have a keepsake for your family tree and it's memorable. You know, the kids can do this together and add it to the tree for the holiday. So a really nice gift from Mindware. Yeah, and it's literally evergreen. You have it forever. Um, kids exactly. love make-believe. So tell me about this dinner play set. What happens here and what do they learn from this? So this is from Ibu, and you'll quickly learn with Margot that she's going to want to play pretend that me feed you, Mommy. So this <laughs> is from Ibu. It's their diner set. It comes with everything you need. There's, there are menus or guest checks, uh, play food and money so kids can take your order, something they can do with grandma and grandpa, aunts and uncles. Having pretend sets are fun to have. Also really wonderful for developing their language skills as well. Yep, Margo would love something Kristen, like that, there's no doubt. One day. <laughs> no, we all grew up with the Hess truck. And this year, I think they've really outdone themselves. This is a cargo plane but it opens up to reveal an amazing jet inside that you can open up. It has sound effects. I kind of have this in mind for Craig today, but it's a really super gift. You can still order this one online. I'm going to turn it off because it is pretty noisy. But again, really kind of classic Christmas gift uh, for the holidays. Well, we'll make for, sure Craig I'm, gets one. That That's a new version of the Hess. That's a, that's incredible. And there's obviously a Harry Potter. There's Craig now, loving it. There's a, He's cheering you on. <laughs> there's a Harry Potter fan in every single family. In my family, it's my husband. Tell me about these Harry Potter headbands. Okay, so this is a classic game called Headbands. And for the 20th anniversary, I love the fact that there is a Harry Potter version. So you put a card in your band, everyone gets a band, so I put one on, and then you have to ask questions to guess. You don't look, you have to ask questions to guess the character or the spell or the potion mm. that's on your card. So for really hardcore Harry Potter fans, this is gonna be a hit, not just with kids, but with young adults and adults as well. I know that one of the things that matters to you is finding toys that are actually teachable toys. So tell me about this hands full. This looks like a good one. Well, you have to listen to play this. This is my favorite game, electronic game of the year. This is from Wowie. And I think, do you want to turn yours on? So you can play this alone. You have to listen and follow Ooh. the directions. It's kind of a wonderful. It's loud. <laughs> so you have to grab it. And it's kind of like a wonderful blend between Bop It and Twister. And you can play it alone. But I really love the fact that I played this with lots of family members and everyone has to hold on and listen together and sometimes you have to you have to jump up and down you have to grab it you have to put it behind your back so a really fun interactive game that works and i think this is going to become a classic going forward it's such a fun game to play with your family and i love watching you hold it as well as the headbands you look awesome <laughs> um, talk to me about legos this is, is my world <laughs> yeah. legos is a classic right stephanie but this is a yet another updated version well, you know, having a building set that you can do with your kids. I mean, the older kids will love to build on their own, but I love having a set that you can do with your child. It's a way of spending time that's off the screens. This is the movie theater set, but the idea is to pick a theme that they like. So there are so many different Lego sets that you can choose. I like that one because there's a screening room and there's also a popcorn um, stand. So I always love that as a, a way to play as well. Last but not least, Domino's always a favorite. 
Okay, so this set has a thousand dominoes Whoa. in it, and it is so much fun to set up. And I like this because older kids who are into making videos and doing TikTok, Instagram will love videotaping that. This is something I did uh, with our family, and it was just so much fun. Younger kids can enjoy knocking them down and then rebuilding it. It comes with a thousand pieces and different kind of accessories to work with as well so a really great one takes up a lot of time and this can be also become a family classic for your holiday time together i love all of the colors in that domino set just fantastic really great stephanie thank you so much it's great to see you happy holidays and you can find thank more you. on these toys at today.com shop and we'll have even more last minute gift ideas for you tomorrow up next, Joe Fryer goes behind the scenes with a world-renowned sculptor to get a first-hand look at her latest masterpiece. But first, this is Today on NBC. Join Hoda Kotfi for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I do the only thing we've found that has ever made life any easier. We drop the fake and we just talk really raw and honestly about all the hard parts of life. So come on over and join us and some of our friends and greatest heroes like former First Lady Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, Gloria Steinem, Elizabeth Gilbert, Brandi Carlisle, Brene Brown, and our beloved community, the Pod Squad. You'll hear refreshingly honest conversations, trust me, about sex, gender, parenting, blended families, our bodies, anxiety, addiction, feeling overwhelmed, just all of it. Life is hard, so let's do it together. Meet us every Tuesday and Thursday for We Can Do Hard Things, one of Apple and Spotify's top shared podcasts of 2023. Listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts. We are back at 845 with something new we're calling Feel Good Fryer. NBC News Now anchor Joe Fryer is on the hunt for stories that make you smile. And this morning, he's found one. He's taking us inside the New Jersey studio of an acclaimed sculptor who just unveiled her latest masterpiece. Joe, good morning. Good morning. Carolyn Palmer says growing up, she liked sculpting in the sand, but never actually dreamed of being a sculptor until she was given a chance to do a giant statue of Thomas Jefferson. It was tough, but she proved she could do it. And ever since, she hasn't stopped. Carolyn Palmer might work solo, but she's never really alone. Her studio is filled with presidents, popes, and pop icons, works in progress that she gradually brings to life. 
people need to feel something in the presence of the sculpture. And they don't know why, and they can relate to it somehow. I think it's the soul or the spirit that we all relate to. That was the goal when Palmer was picked to make a statue of Lucille Ball after the comedy legend's hometown decided to replace their old statue. That one was made by another artist and dubbed <laughs> Scary Lucy. Palmer's piece was less scary, more merry. You can't please everybody, you know. I love being a fly on the wall. I'll go there and I'll watch, you know, people talk and I'll say, well, I don't know if she wore those heels exactly that way. <laughs> so I'm like, if that's all you're going to complain about, that's okay. <laughs> Sculpting is a slow, meticulous process that starts by molding the subject out of clay. I'm going to let you do an eyebrow. All right. <laughs> As I learned, forging a single hair. Knead it up so it gets nice and soft, a little thinner. On a single eyebrow. There. Yep. And press it in. Yep. Is surprisingly painstaking. I do okay. Very good. You did. Look at those eyebrows. You did wonderful. <laughs> Unlike my work, hers is renowned around the world. As for her latest commission, you could say it flew her to the moon. And here's Frank. Here's Frank. <laughs> <laughs> He's big. He is big. He's big. <laughs> Palmer was asked to sculpt Frank Sinatra for the crooner's native town, Hoboken, New Jersey. She did it her way, surrounded by inspiration. So you're in here working on this. Meanwhile, yeah. TV movies are playing, showing him <laughs> your world yes. was Frank Sinatra. Totally. How does that help you? It helps me get in the spirit, and when you can feel the world they lived in, you can hopefully get right in there with them and bring it to life. Her Sinatra is in his 50s, casually leaning against a lamppost. I think it has his attitude and his lifting up of spirit to the world. So I feel this was just an uplifting piece that is, hello everyone, you know, here I am. <laughs> Do you get anxious when you wait for it to be revealed and everyone to see it? Anxious, yeah. <laughs> Why is that? The world loves Frank. It was the same as Lucy. When they love someone and if you don't portray it in a way that they feel it should be, you hurt a lot of people. If they say we love it, what will that mean to you? Oh, it will be everything. I'll just be happy. That moment finally comes on what would have been Sinatra's 106th birthday. Grand unveiling, it's Sinatra's daughter who offers Carolyn a tip of the cap. I'm going to commission a statue for, of you somewhere. We're going to put it where you want it. <laughs> you are amazing. Praise for the artist who immortalized old blue eyes in bronze. If the piece lifts people up, my work has been done. <laughs> That Sinatra statue is more than six feet tall and now stands tall in Sinatra Park along the Hudson River. As for Carolyn Palmer's other sculptures, they appear in museums and other well-known places across the country, including St. Patrick's Cathedral and the FDR Presidential Library and Museum. Her work has even appeared on TV. Back to you. She is extraordinarily talented. Uh, feel good, Joe Fryer. Joe, thank you. Good stuff. We're feeling good now. This is today on NBC.